The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <gasps> Look at those eyes. Oh my goodness. <gasps> and she sleeps with me every night with oats. So she sleeps on my head. And Oat sleeps on my chest and then Polly sleeps on my knees. So I sleep like I'm in a coffin all night long, which is like perfect because I grew up in a tour bus. So. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Kesha. And the creepies. I am so excited. I am ecstatic to have my next guest with us. Friend, fashionista, singer, songwriter, TV personality, dancing with the stars, amazing <laughs> dancer. Like your your intro list could go on forever. So just like fucking Kelly Osborne is here with us today. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Cash. Like being Anywhere where I get to be in the same room as you is always the most fun ever. And by the way, my mom sends her love and loves you very much. You know I that she, love... you are like literally one of her favorite people on the planet. So the last time I saw you, we were at the AMA. Well, okay. Right? AMAs, and I was sat next to your mom, who was the most amazing woman ever. And I had the best <laughs> night with her ever. Do you know that me and my brother's girlfriend still talk about how much fun we have with your mom? Oh my God. That makes me happy. My mom just got into town and is visiting because we're both vaccinated finally. So like she was so excited to hold her. I was talking to you and she's like, oh my God, we had so much Oh my God, fun. I love her so much. She's well, literally like the most fun. Like if you want to think about like a mom that you're going to have fun with, that's the one. She's the one. She's... She may beat my mom in this area. Like <laughs> oh I had God, really? so much fun with her. Yeah. 
like my mom it doesn't have an ism so she's not one of, yeah. us. One of us so she doesn't <laughs> quite get it and so like when I was like talking to her I was like oh she gets it like it was oh great. yeah <laughs> my mom my mom gets it all <laughs> she gets it, it all <laughs> well it was like sometimes I'll say things to my mom and she's like oh what's that and I was like drugs mom I'm like, how are you married to dad? And you don't know this stuff. And she, she's like, I didn't do it. And I'm like, I know you didn't. I can tell. Oh my God. That's so funny. Like, I just. Like so whole... foreign to it still, even though like she's been married to it her whole life. Good for her though. I know. That's great. It goes right over her head. <laughs> That's a bless for her. I'm envious. I'm like, mom, like... you really are pure. Even though, Aww. like, you've got that fiery thing inside of you, like, when it comes to like drugs and alcohol, you really are pure. Like, that's, this goes that's, right above her head. That's amazing. I always have fun with your mom. And then the first time I met you, the last time I met you, my mom and you were like, and your mom, and I was there for part of it, but I was performing that night and you were presenting, right? Or were you hosting? I'm trying to remember. I think I was hosting some award show. Yeah. But then also we were at the Hollywood Bowl together at my dad's show. Yes. You came for a hot second. So much fun. Okay, so that was the time before. And then the first time I think I met you, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you were one of the first people in my entire career that was like a famous like goddess person that I was like, oh my God, I love them. That was really sweet to me. And you came to one of my after parties in London. I did, and I was really excited to meet because I thought uh, you were so cool. Uh, no, it was so sweet because I would literally remember being like, does she, is she confusing me for someone else? Like, no, <laughs> I can't remember. There wasn't very many girls like us when we started. I know. There really wasn't like, if you were different, or liked crazy colored hair or liked to drink or like had party or anything that, that was anything. unusual glitter anything yeah. you were categorized in the group that was classified as lgbtq which was yeah. the best thing that ever happened to me like, yeah me too same that community taught me how to be a lady which is the most insane like backwards way of going about it but it did that's and- really weird say it that community makes me want to be a better person and be just like strong confident it's stand for something that i wish that i was a true 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 member of but unfortunately i don't like the badge so i just have to be an ally through and through no matter what <laughs> till the day i die but it is like they taught me like the gay community is what picked me up dusted me off and showed me that i could be human oh same same i don't know what From everything I, would not, I don't know if i would be on this planet without the gay community still same thing actually the same like and and uh, like so I'm like the honorary honorary member and I'm always like so I always call Michelle I'm like Michelle we're allies we're the, the number one allies Michelle Visage and yeah. she's so I'm like I have to be a member of this community it's the only community that's made me feel whole ever same and like like just okay and then happy and proud like god forbid how to proud. be myself Oof. proud to wake up and be like I'm Kelly and I'm okay with that yeah and this and is that was it, something that was really hard for me to do for real. Not talk about myself in third person. Please, fucking awful. Please do it. I go, just did. <laughs> but like, it, it it was one of those things where like we're taught as women, don't speak up, don't mm-hmm. say anything, don't complain. You're lucky that you're in this industry because you're not the the matriarchal type. You mm-hmm. you're not society standards of beautiful. So shut up, sit down, and do what they say. Yeah, and I did you, that for so you long. Are lucky. Yeah, you're lucky to be here, so just don't fuck it up. Yeah, you're lucky to be here. No one cares. 
Yeah. You're just someone's kid. No one cares. Is mm-hmm. what I got told Aww. when I was at one job for seven <gasps> years. They told me that every day. You're just someone's kid. No one cares what That's you That's really fucked up. Every day they told me that. And I was like, okay. Okay, I have a question for you. Did it. that? Oh, I'm so sorry. And at the same time, you're everybody's fucking somebody's kid. Okay. Well, no. Exactly. That, the <laughs> sentence came out wrong. Not everybody's fucking someone's kid. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is someone's kid. I heard it the way that you mentioned, so that just went over my head. <laughs> Everyone is someone's kid. Period. Comma. And people like that and shit like that in my life have hurt me so much, but then also driven me to be like, I'm going to prove to you that I oh, can stand. Every time. Um, yeah. Or like, especially I do that with men so badly because I'm oh, like, fuck you, I'm going to show you. <laughs> you said this about me? Oh, okay, that's what you think? You just wanted to be my dad, that's fine. We'll move on from you and you will remember me forever, but I don't know who you are. Yeah, what's And that's name? my favorite part about being <laughs> in the position where we don't realize how powerful as women we are, but be proud of who you are. Be proud to embrace who you are as a woman. I'm not afraid for anyone to call me a bitch because if you call me a bitch, that means I'm smart. Oh my God, same. And it means I'm setting a boundary. That's what I've learned. Yeah. If I'm the boundaries being are, a are bitch, uncomfortable. Oh God, and so uncomfortable. Never fun to set. And I have to say, like, out of anything in my life right now, I'm in the most healthy relationship I've ever been in. To where I can, we can both set boundaries with each other, and it's cool. We have one conversation; we never have it again. Uh, and we're in one so right now, which is like really funny because I just want to say to him, like, just get someone to help you. But I can't because he set that boundary with me. So I'm like, okay, I won't say anything. And it's all to do with him fixing his car. Oh I God. think that he needs to take <laughs> it to a mechanic. He thinks he can fix it himself, but it, I realize that it's an educational progress for him for and him. process for him and like a uh pride process mm-hmm. for him whereas like i'm just a common sense person be like oh just take it to the mechanic they'll fix it i know it's and i was so like hard. so mind blown over why he was so offended <laughs> over my my little idea but then i was like no i get it like i totally get it for men it's different than us Sometimes the rational side of things can be emasculating is what I've learned over time. If you're not with like I a... Never you know want to, I never want to emasculate anyone. Me neither. Because as somebody who has an opinion and a loud mouth and it is the and first thing that men will power. say that you... And it's the first thing your men will say you, you've done is you've emasculated them because yeah. you say true to you. And that's not necessarily true. And you need to pick between the men who are insecure mm-hmm. and who they are and then the men who you've really taken their power away from. There's two kinds. Yeah. And, and, I, and I've been guilty different. of doing both. Oh, same. And most times it's just like, actually, you just didn't hear what I was saying. But also, I'm a full-blown psycho that has conversations with people that I never had and then gets angry with them. <laughs> like, like, I imagine you, conversations oh, and I have arguments same. with them in my head that I never fucking had. We never had that conversation. He never said that to me. I never said what I said in my head back to him. <laughs> But I've developed a resentment. Oh, yeah. So full-blown resentment. So then (laughs) there are times when, like, what I said and what I heard were two different things. And nine times out of ten, what I said and what I heard are never the same. Or the tone. I'll get a text. Sometimes this is, like, from the nicest person in the world. will be like, oh, are you okay? And I'll be like, oh, they said, like, are you okay? 
And then my friends will be like, <laughs> or are they just saying like, hey, are you okay? Are like, you okay? I haven't heard from you in a couple but days. why are, are they okay? asking if I'm okay? <laughs> like, what's supposed to be wrong with me? I, know, I, get, I go down I that do whole now? fucking road every fucking time. It's so bad. It's just like, no, it's so just bad. someone being nice. Just someone being nice. So I fully hear you. I have dreams and then I'll get mad at the person who's in my dream. From the dream. And, yeah. Same. I did that last night. And then I woke up all sweaty and angry and frustrated. And I was like, that never happened. Why am I still angry? Do you tell them? Because I tell everybody oh my what God, they did in my every dream. Every time. Yeah. Or like, I, I'm all about communication in the sense where like with my guy now I hey I'm having a really off day today so if I seem snappy it's not yeah. you it's me just so that you just put it out there and you don't get to like because men love to quit crazy oh yeah as soon as that c word comes out you're like well you're gonna die yeah now like you're crazy gone. you call me crazy now i'm gonna whip my tampon out and i'm gonna hide it in your pillow haha <laughs> who's crazy now well, i'm gonna i'm gonna tie it around your testicles until they can't <laughs> yes. breathe anymore and they just fall off and i'm gonna make you're gonna have no children and, you're gonna be yeah. the last person to ever walk this planet with your family name like yep. i go there like oh, it's bad <laughs> <laughs> terrible and then i get a text message from my dad being like are you okay, Tuttles? I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> See, and then I'd be like, are you okay? I'm great. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm just deranged. Um, <laughs> but, okay, are you one of those people that gets that period on the full moon? Because I yep. am. Yep. Every full moon, no matter what. Oh, and, and like, like the day before, I feel like I'm literally going to cry and murder and then I'm like why is this and every time like clockwork I'm like oh I forgot I'm a woman and get my period once yeah, that's right which men will never mm-hmm. understand and I can't be mad at them for that but I am no you can't because they don't get it they'll I never know. get it and that's totally I cool know. and that's is the one cool? thing that I've really Makes understood really mad. Is- well there are things that I'm sh- that I'm realized that like men get mad at us about too because like I said we overthink everything and we put like a lot of the time, men are really asking for really simple things. Yeah, and we true. go straight into, they hate us. They don't want to be with us. Fuck them. True. And that is, like, I'm really learning not to do that. Oh, sorry, Baba. Not do the um, putting words into someone else's mouth that they didn't put there. Yeah, like assuming. Assumptions are killers. How's your mom and your brother and everybody through all this? everyone's really good it's so strange half of us got it half of us didn't did you get it so my no I didn't my mom and my sister got it but my brother myself and my dad didn't and my brother's kids got it but he didn't so there are these rumors about certain people being immune to it or and and I started to believe like maybe this virus is way more complicated than people ever thought because I literally was bathing my mom, feeding my mom. I didn't care if I got it. I just couldn't leave her be by herself. So sick. And she was so sick that she was even hallucinating at one point. She thought I was her mom. And I was like, do I even look like your mom? I don't even know what your mom looks like. Like, that's weird. And then she ended up having to go to hospital for one day and then came out and she was fine. But it it was like a very fast education because one thing I learned was like, when you look at somebody, you can be like, oh, you've got tonsillitis, you've got the flu. We've had enough illnesses in our lives throughout our whole life to where you could be like, oh, this is something. Yeah. But it's a whole new look that the, the COVID is. I was like, I've never seen anyone this kind of sick. So it was Ugh. a whole new way of kind of 
treating it as well I'm just grateful my dad didn't get it and everybody's healthy and we're moving on thank god I am so happy to hear that I'm sorry your mom went to the hospital but it sounds like she's out of it now no she's she's fine like every time I have anything I'm like covid oh I'm the biggest covid uh (laughs) like headache covid like I'm like I I have it and I cancel everything so I'm like it's my time I'm gonna get it now I'm not gonna see anyone for two weeks and then I never have it I'm okay I've been one of those crazy people that's like how do we not know that COVID-19 isn't alien okay okay I have a question sorry (laughs) <laughs> no, so Alice Cooper was on this podcast, right? And he was the one that said, how do we know COVID isn't uh-huh. an alien? And I laughed. And since then, I thought about it and I was like, wait, but how do we know? No, this whole time, I've been absolutely convinced because they said the only thing that would survive certain things within um, radiation and the way that the atmosphere works and all the different layers that to get through the to the earth from the sun would be bacteria. So how do we know that it's not, we're the new hosts? Oh my God. It's just like, I've been like, I have kept myself up for hours researching stuff like this. That even took me back to like how like Egyptian people were actually people from Mars that came to Earth when Mars no longer was a planet. And I have this whole like conspiracy theory that that Anunnaki spread their DNA with the humans and that's how we became what we are today and why we need less oxygen and we're smaller and all of those those things but like when you look at the technology around and and what created the pyramids and how that even was something that even came to fruition and their understanding of basic like humanology and geology I don't even know the right words to use was far advanced from so advanced. what they were capable of even understanding so it's like all these theories and i go down these loopholes and i'm like the government knows about the aliens well, no one's telling do. us anything nobody yet. is telling us do you know why my theory is that no one's telling us about the aliens even though by the way there's been stories about it on like new york times to like the daily mail to like oh it's my dad's new biggest thing i've got to get my dad to come on your show because all he oh watches all day long is alien shows now well, He's like, set. why? Oh, I love that. And bring dad. But, like, I I want to go, because I've seen spaceships in the sky, but I've never had, like, a I really... Have you have? Okay. Yeah. But I was talking to Demi Lovato, and she was saying that, like, through meditation, you can basically summon them to come and, like, interact with them. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. 
Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I don't know how I... I much i believe that i think it's just i'm down to try what your mind is i know i'd be down to try too but it's it's more of the fact of what once you're open to something you can see it for what it is when you're closed Mm -hmm. off you'll never everything will always be like oh no that's it you'll find it you'll find a rational explanation for absolutely everything yeah but the mind will also rationalize insanity as well so it's like that that medium ground so once you've accepted that that you believe that stuff is like that then you just start seeing it like it's just there. You didn't realize how much it was in your face before. But when you realize that if the world really knew that this was going on, it would create hysteria. And that's something that the world does not know how to deal with. Okay. You said that much more eloquently than I was going to say. But basically what I was kind of thinking is if you have an open heartedness and just like an openness to the universe... And like whatever is there will reveal itself, that kind of attitude. I feel like you'll start getting more and more signs or more things. And whether it's angels or ghosts or demons, whatever you want to call it, it's just energy. I believe everyone has a garden angel. I believe that everybody is capable of tapping into that other dimension, whatever it may be. And some people are lucky. I, I am an empath. I'm one of those people that if you hug me or if you touch me, I can feel what you feel. And it's horrible. Sometimes like Mm. when you're just like you carry around everyone's like anxiety and sorrow and sadness. But then it's great when you meet someone who's exciting and that's they become the people that are infectious to you because you want to feel that instead of feeling sad. And yes, it. so that was something that when I did this go show with my brother, I never realized I was that good at. Oh, my God. Which for people listening, you did a ghost show. Um, What was it called? So people can look at the Osborne's night of terror at heritage square and yeah heritage square museum and we went to heritage square museum here in la and just so everybody understands what that is is that they took the oldest buildings in california and picked them up put them on the back of trucks and moved them to one location so you have houses that were the very first houses ever built in the state of california okay so it's just past downtown la past dodger stadium Oh, shit. And I would love to go there with you. It's so much fun. Let's go. And what I love about it is that you can, they have the best gift shop too with all old stuff and different things, but they 
collect different like if you were going to redo your house and have like old light posts they have yes. like three thousand light posts from a certain year or whatever it may be that's a heritage classic for the state of california so there's certain things that if you're looking for like architecturally that are really cool there too yes but i i went with my brother and he brought out the rampod that i at first was like what the fuck is this bp thing this is so stupid i don't want to do this <laughs> and he's like no just do it and for some reason when i first got there i had a connection to this one house and i got there and i was like i'm most comfortable in that house I want to stay in that house. And they yeah. were like, why? And I'm like, I don't know, the greenhouse. I'm like, they were like, it's the Hale house. Yes. And I was like, the Hale house? And they're like, yeah, Bessie Hale. And they gave us a bit of information on her about her husband and her and how they, I think it was, they, um, it was very well to do. He ended up cheating on her. He stole her diamonds, but because he had an alcohol problem, she ended up winning the house and the divorce, which was unheard mm. of back then. Yeah, I was about to say. And, then she took everything and turned it into a brothel so that she could keep it. And she was just like this badass woman that did what she had to do to survive. And her house is incredible. And they filmed a lot of stuff there. They even filmed, I think, some of American Horror Story in that house. Cool. And I got there and I was like, there's something weird about this house. They were like, we want you to go in there. And so we went in there and we put the rampart on and I started to be able to communicate, which was something I've never done before. So what and is I was a rampart? What's a rampart? Okay, so it's a beeping machine. So I don't even, a man invented it so that he could communicate with his daughter who passed onto the other side. And what it does is that it, it taps into other frequencies okay. that you, that the human ear can't hear. And, and it'll be thing, but like they, they say that the seventh dimension can. And, and wow. basically, you ask it yes or no questions. So okay. if it's a yes, it beeps. If it if it's a no, it doesn't it do doesn't. anything. Okay, cool. And so everything is just a yes or no question. And there is nothing that you can do to make it beep unless you're something like a uh, police radio or um, a walkie-talkie or something. So when we went into this, we made sure that all the camera equipment that could have anything to do with interfering with the frequency was off. Just so like we to make had sure steady was, cams, yeah. we had um, no walkie talkies, no communications, no cell phones, no anything in the room. So wow. I would, so when I started to ask questions and they started to respond, I was like freaked out. Did and you know who was I responding? Was, not at first, no. Okay. But I had a feeling it was feminine and I had a feeling they weren't happy about us being there but there was something they wanted us to, to know mm. so I just started asking questions and everyone started freaking out and because of my ignorance to the paranormal world and to the the investigation of it I didn't realize what was really happening I thought this was something that I guess if he did this this is what happened right, like right. when you go ghost hunting this is what happened yeah and I was sat there with my brother and he's freaking out and then that. the crew is freaking out a couple of the crew guys ran out of the room wouldn't stay in them Shit. didn't and i was like what is going on why is everyone so freaked out and then they were like you don't understand this is the most communication we have ever got from any sort of paranormal investigation we have ever done and i've only worked in this realm for the last 10 years so i was oh like my God. okay this is weird 
this is weird. So I will tell you that I've been back to that house since a few times. Because um, you communicated myself... with Bessie, right? Bessie was the yeah, woman Bessie that Hale, got the yeah. So and she... even got so much as like, they did this other form of like, um, sort of videography, I guess, where it shows like the outlines of people like from infrared. other dimensions. I'm not quite sure how this piece of, yeah, infrared, this piece of technology even works. All I know is that we went from being like, like they told me to put my hand out and then I felt like this like pressure on my hand, like hot pressure. Mm-mm. And as it was happening, my hand went down and you mm. could see someone touching my hand through this special camera. And I just remember thinking like, this is really strange and everybody's really scared. But for some reason, I was really calm, like abnormally calm, like wanted to take a nap. I was so tired, calm. Oh my God. But when I left there, I freaked out. Like freaked out. Did it just like catch up with you or something? It it caught up with me. I freaked out. I went insane at my brother. I told him that he was a liar. I didn't talk to him for two weeks. I thought that he had set (laughs) me up. Was like fucking with you or something? Yeah, he was just fucking with me. It turned out I couldn't have been more wrong. And he wasn't fucking with me. And I was just like still blown away. Like I watch it back now. And I'm like, yeah, no, I wouldn't believe that if I watched that either. Oh, I believed it. I believed it, but I was like, in my mind, I also was putting myself in your shoes. And I was like, I would wonder if someone was fucking with me too. The whole time I was like, no, you're fucking with me. And Elaine, who was like the the director of the whole thing, she was pregnant at the time. And I was like, I can't read scream at Elaine because she's pregnant and like all this (laughs) stuff. But it was like really not cool to fuck with people. And like Elaine has come to me and she's like, Kelly, I didn't do anything. I swear to God, I didn't do anything. I believe it. And like, you get to this point where you're like, what happened? So after that, they've come to us and they were like, do you want to do another one? Uh They were like, we've never had this kind of activity, whether it be Ghost Adventures, The Brothers, Jack, no matter what, will you do another one with us? And I said, I'll do it if we can do it with The Brothers. (laughs) And then so... We're going to do it again. And so there's an extra slot because we're going to do aliens, Bigfoot, and ghosts. Do you want to come? I'm I'm, in, I'm personally like, inviting myself to, to all of them. I am RSVPing right now us. to all of them. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> We'd have so much fun. So I'm like, yeah. So, like, I'm really excited about it. And we start in a, about four weeks, I think. Oh my God, let's but go. now I'm like, okay, so now are they going to fuck with me? Because they didn't last time and mm. I caused such a stink about it. Like such a stink. They were, I was like, you're lying. I'm not coming back. I don't want to talk to you. Like so much so that I, the last scene of that show was us sitting outside. And the reason we were sitting outside was because I got so mad with Jack. I went away out of town. Oh my God. I was upset with him because he lied to me and then came back. And couldn't be in the same place as my parents because we were still under COVID. So we had to shoot it outside. Oh, my God. It wasn't like a small thing. Like we had a huge fight over it. Like I did not believe that it was real until I made them like break it down for me and show me that there was like nothing that could have made it happen. And that fucking cupboard door opening inside one of the houses when we, Jack and I were both stood there and we were both like, (gasps) oh, No one could have made that happen. Oh, see, but no I'm like, one. like I'm the door just you. went. Meow. Watching that though, I was like, 
could this be really real? And like you telling me this, like I fully believe that this stuff is real. And much like the alien stuff that's going on, I'm like, why does nobody care? Like everyone's talking about what color hair, whoever's hair is, but like there's aliens and ghosts. People care. But like it's, I feel like it's us, and then the guy from Blink One Eighty Two, and then everyone else is like too big on like the the political, um, I would say stories that are conspiracy theory. Oh uh, yeah, fair. I mean that's. I mean, like good Pizza for you. Gate is what most people are, are oh my God. stuck on. I'm going to stay with aliens and <laughs> ghosts because that's too much. Same. For me. Well, and I like. <laughs> no. I've seen spaceships and I've seen a ghost. So I'm just going to live there because it also feels really magical. And it feels like that feeling like, oh, my God, can this be real? Almost like when you fall madly, madly in love and you're like, oh, can this be real? I love that feeling. Exactly. It's just magical. But it's also this this whole feeling of it's OK not to know something and, yes. it, and opening your mind to what is what else is out there. And that is like everybody has this whole thing that you have to be the smartest, the prettiest, the funniest, the best. But you can't be that if there's something else that you don't understand. Yeah. And, and also like, the minute things form into not understanding is the minute people start to be like, oh, I'm not going to like this now. And for me, it's like, okay, if there's somebody that's going to take me away from this miserable planet and it's going to take me to a nicer one, take me. <laughs> I have a take song called right Spaceship <laughs> if you want to hear it because it's like, I'm waiting for my spaceship. Come get me. I'm ready. Let's go. And my mom. Take who, me you the know. fuck away now. <laughs> I wrote that with my mom, who is also, I she believes, because you were talking about that. I forget what they're called. The Anunnaki people? Like the tall alien. The Anunnaki, yeah. Okay, so my mom is fully Okay, and there's this whole, okay, if you really want to go into it. Yes. There is, a, there is a whole <laughs> thing about the Anunnaki being part of Alice and what, not Alice and what's that, uh, the Wizard of Oz. And the Wizard of Oz is a real story that's actually the story of the Anunnaki. Okay, wait, hold on. Can you write that down? So it's like, I'm I've a- gone deep into this shit. <laughs> wait, I'm so excited to, I'm going to get your phone number and ask you so many things. I'm going like, to be so I have annoying. gone deep <laughs> into this world. Well, because I know there are aliens and I think, well, my mom thinks that she fully is partially an alien, which you met her. She might be. You can know. Please be annoying. I love it. Like this is my shit. This is my jam. (laughs) But so that would make me like at least a fourth alien. So if I'm one fourth alien, then, and I feel kind of like an alien. Like I just don't feel normal. I've never felt like I fit in anywhere. I've never felt like comfortable anywhere except for with other artists that believe in aliens and ghosts. Ever. And animals. I like animals. Oh. Oh, who's that? Who's this that? Is <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that wait, what's her name? Polly Styrene. I named her after the singer of X-ray Specs. Oh my god, Polly Styrene! You're so cute. Go bag up. Oh my god! Please bring I'm Polly over thing. to my house. I love oh her. Uh, we are addicted to each other. It is very hard for us to be apart. <laughs> we do everything together. But the one who I'm even more addicted to is the one I rescued during COVID. Oh, how many was, do you have? I have two. Oh, my God. You can bring, I bring all her of your animals over to my house. I have four cats. So, like, that will be interesting. But boy, I have one. Let's... Okay, so Oat's best friend is a cat. Oh, do you have a cat uh, too? Plays with my um, cat meow meow, yeah. It is her meow meow because it's original, you know. <laughs> 
Oh my god, I she's that. so funny. Oh, and she's I got even... little tiny. I didn't know that you could get cats with short legs. And when I got Munchkins? her, I have one. Yeah, she's oh a my munchkin. God. Where's your cat? And I didn't know. I, okay, let me go see if I can find her one second. Hold on, I'm like, where is that bitch? You can't just talk about the tiny legs. You just show me the tiny legs. Where's me? Where's meow meow? Okay, so first of all, this is meow meow. Oh my god. Look at this cat. Oh my god. Oh my god. That is the most beautiful She's so gorgeous. I didn't know what a munchkin was or anything. Wait, look at those eyes. Look over here. <gasps> Look at those mm-hmm. eyes. Oh my goodness. <gasps> and she sleeps with me every night with Oat. I'm in so love with her. She sleeps with on my own. head, and Oat sleeps on my chest, and then Polly sleeps on my knees. So I sleep like I'm in a coffin uh, all night long, which is like with, perfect because I grew up in a tour bus. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I toured until my dad stopped touring because yeah. he, uh, he, it's just tradition. Yeah. My whole life, I've never not been on one of my dad's tours. Every single yeah. tour since 1984 I had been on. And oh. it was like, so all the animals come with us. And oh my, my dad likes it when I come because his dog is really not good at traveling and gets a really bad stomach. So he mm. doesn't travel with my dad. It's too stressful for him. Yeah. So when I come, I bring my dogs and my dad loves it. So Oh my God, he, I love that. He is such an animal man right now. He just rescued another dog. And it just, many- all he does is just sit with he probably has about 14 of them right now. My mom rescues dogs. She has 11, but then one passed away. But she's getting a, she's starting a dog rescue for, for like. Oh, my um, God. They're doing the same thing. Like all they, they are? do is rescue animals. And but they're like, we want to buy land and not just yes. dogs. They want to bring in like every kind of wounded animal that they can find. And I'm like, OK, so now can we're going to have the Osborne family zoo. Oh, my God. I'm moving in with you. Just letting you know. <laughs> Just, I'm like, I'm coming. One of the tigers from uh, Tiger King. That would be That's, great. We could. Okay, they need my rescuing. Fantasy. It's my they fantasy. Need rescuing. Oh fuck! Yes, they do. All these animals. Okay, I have a question. Did you get approached by them when you went to Vegas for them to come to your hotel room? Um, I did, and I said no. And it's one of the best decisions I think I've God. ever made in my yeah, life. Thank God. Because you don't know like, in like, the moment. I don't like, think oh, I can tigers do tigers are amazing. Of course I want to. Because you, in your mind, at- you're like, oh, because ba- you think baby tiger. Like the baby. Yeah. And then I, I, so I actually asked the question. I was like, well, where do they come from? Isn't that like illegal? And where, yes. like, how does that even happen? And then it turns out that it was like a whole big like thing. And thank smart. God I didn't do it. And the you're person smart. who was with me ended up on the documentary. <gasps> Fucking hell. Oh yeah. my God, one of the best decisions you ever made because it's also ever, like. I, especially because I'm such an advocate for animals. Like I, know. That, I had no idea how they even did any of that. And when you learn about how many tigers are in the wild versus in captivity and specifically mm. in America, it's crazy. So that's you have actually. More tigers kept in captivity in America than you do in the world. Okay, this is crazy that we're talking about this because my long term goal plan of life is to like write songs and like be as much like Dolly Parton as possible and have a huge sanctuary. We need Dollywood with a sanctuary. (gasps) Yes. Okay. And then like buy up as much land. Oh my God. Yeah. Could you imagine? Um, I, 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 would I it be imagine. wood or vill or town or what would it be? Wood sounds kind of like a boner, which I like. You know, yeah, like I'm like, into that. I think it does too. You're like, <laughs> Kesha Wood, don't fuck with me. <laughs> or I get to decide. Lost all night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever been to Dollywood? 
I have driven past Hollywood, but it was closed the day that we were meant to be going. Oh my god! So I was really upset about it. But I did get uh, because it's close to. Is it? Am I correct in thinking that it is very close to where um, Elvis Presley lives? It's like Tennessee because I'm from Tennessee, yeah, Tennessee so I like, that, love okay. all this shit. So I, me being very English, I remember we were going to do this whole thing where we went to Elvis Presley's house yeah. and Dollywood. It's going to yeah. be one stop in one day and Elvis Place was open, but Dollywood was closed and we didn't get to do it. So oh, that's, that's okay. Next there. time. If you look at how many unread text messages, emails, all of it, if you want to see me, I'm a face-to-face person. You've got to do it that way. Me too. Same. I'm, I have at least 8,000 emails unread. Oh my God. I think I might actually be the see. only person let's to see. ever beat you on this. Okay, wait, please. Let's check and see how many emails. Oh from... my God. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Yeah. Oh, 12, shit. 289. Wait, mine's actually 18,000 okay how many unread text messages i have 321 okay unread. you win there i only have 40 okay, 321 unread text messages i'm like oh can you get hold of me that bad fucking pick up the goddamn phone and call me okay good to know i'm gonna call you when i want to talk yeah. to you and definitely fucking don't email me just <laughs> disclaimer to the world don't email me it's a waste of Ever. time <laughs> i am not of that generation that's all about email I'm like Ooh, no technology and nature are they opposites or is technology the human evolution of like the yin is to that, the yang of it right or is that just is this us evolving is technology making everything so easy though that it takes us so far out of our actual animalness so then when we talk about I agree with you on that. I think that instant gratification has destroyed the mind. And love and connection and human connection and just appreciation and depression. But like I love going also, and smelling a flower. I think that it's oh also my a, god. I think that that's also a part of human evolution as well. Technology um, is. Unfortunately, I think it's technology is and I think that emotions are going out of the window and human understanding in the way that we were compassionate and loving is being replaced and that's why so many people are being born with these new forms of autism mm. to where it doesn't allow people to have the emotions and the feelings that the humans are actually becoming robotic in the sense that it's it's all part of human evolution it's one and the same i think so too and, and it's, I also... it's, when i when i meet so many of my friends who who are like, I have Asperger's, I have this kind of autism, that kind of autism. And it's the kind that doesn't allow them to connect emotionally with another human being and to see the struggles that they go through every single day. I can't help but and, and, and have them say themselves, I'm not speaking on behalf of them, I'm using their words, not mine, that they feel robotic. Yeah. It, you can't help but like, I've had this conversation with them many times and it, it's, I didn't have that idea on my own, put it that way. Like yeah. it was something that I've often thought about that maybe that this human socialization, if you need another human being to survive, like you, the fastest way to deplete a human of their senses is to stick them alone in the room by themselves with nothing. Yeah. And they'll go set insane. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. 
You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Purely like base, you have to procreate with another person, at least as exactly. of right now, in some way, like you can get a sperm donor, but like at some point you need another human being to help create life, right? Yeah. But something about technology feels like there's so many good sides to it, but then there's so many really, really dark sides to it that it it scares me. I think that everyone keeps talking about how we're going to have World War three world war this well it'll be a war against technology versus humanity and and we're creating it one of exactly i mean human beings created all the bad things that go on in this i know what are we doing (laughs) we're like the worst (laughs) we're gonna destroy the planet that we built i know i think that's also a really weird thing where you're like if we're and when you talk about it to anybody they're like it's not real you're just green peas. You're just this. You're, I'm like, okay. It, but we're uh, living on I be- it. Wasn't it, what was the governor of Texas said, I'll believe it when Texas, when Texas freezes over. Oh my God. Yes. What happened this year? <laughs> okay, was it, did Ted Cruz, isn't that what he said? I'll believe it when Texas freezes over. <laughs> Sounds Cut like to him Ted getting Cruz on a plane to go to, me- to Mexico during like one of the biggest like fucking health crises <laughs> that his state has ever seen. Oh, and blaming his daughter. That was my favorite part. Oh, because she, Accompaniment, yeah. <laughs> she Could needed a, a spring, a normal spring break. Well, we all will need a yeah. normal spring break. So let's not destroy <laughs> the planet. How about that part? It's weird because I think of Too us. <laughs> like this is not cute. Imagine but... if we said that. Like, oh, we just needed a spring break. <laughs> K. 
cancel culture. We'd be done. No, Ted Cruz should be canceled. I don't know how he's not canceled, but I think of people as like lice and the world is our head. So if you're lice on a head, you need that head to be a piece of lice on. That's a disgusting comparison. But like, if you you don't have the hair, then how are we going to? Yeah, you ruined the hair. I you get nothing. what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. There's you, probably a cuter way There's to nothing, say it. Like, but like purely from just like we're <laughs> trashy little lice people, we are like, but like, fuck the hair. And it's like, no, and the I've hair's never gone. had lice. Okay, that uh, you're not a hillbilly like some other people like me. I've never, um, no, actually, I think that I think I am a hillbilly because you only get lice when you have clean hair is what I've been told. Oh. So well, I don't know what that says about me. I think that's what people would say to make you feel better if you have lice because I'm pretty my mom poured gasoline on my brother's head when he had lice and he started hallucinating and I think he almost died but it killed the lice (laughs) (laughs) this disclaimer don't do this to your children people of the world not well, you know, unless you live in, live in LA where they have like, <laughs> what is it? They call it the knit nurse that comes around to everybody's house that comes and like combs oh. your, cat, your kid's hair and gets rid of everything. That was not the case in they Tennessee. Have, I, <laughs> no, I, I only learned about this now that my brother has kids and somebody in his school got it. One of it somebody like one of the neighbors or something. And then this number went out for like the lice nurse. And my oh, brother no. was like, what is this? That's so and it's funny to your me. kids like everyone like hugs each other kids I'm like yeah. but it's a weird <laughs> job right like I get rid of like Ew. I go around in my truck know, and like get lice I like, collect lice <laughs> yummy like you know what I'm saying I'm <laughs> get rid of that for you no like how do you not get it which part it's weird and oh the lice the lice <gasps> oh yeah that part <laughs> yeah. I don't know you pour gasoline on your head? I'm going to ask my mom about it. <laughs> Wait, I had like one question I really wanted to ask you before I run. Okay, okay, okay. So you, well, I, there's two questions. So just tell me when you have to go and okay. whatever. Um, You wear a pentagram? I've got, I've got like another five. Okay, Yeah, perfect. I do wear a pentagram every yeah, day, but I one, don't have it on right now. Oh, should we not talk about it? Well, I just think that you pentagrams are now. I love pentagrams and i did a video with a pentagram in it and half the people on the video set thought i was a devil worshiper and left okay i am so angry right now about this it makes me really upset i am so in little nas x's court with this people do not understand what a pentagram is yes agree if you believe in air if you believe in fire if you believe in water if you believe in spirit if you like the fucking power rangers yes you believe in what the pentagram is Preach. Thank you. Like, it's, <laughs> it's the pagan pentagram. It is natural. It is the elements. It is not anything else. It is not. It is. There is a different pentagram. There's a satanic pentagram. I have nothing to do with that. That's not my yes. world. I will never be a part of that. But I don't. I have, I do not believe in black magic. I do not believe in wishing ill on anybody. Yeah. I believe in the power of three. Whatever you do comes back to you threefold. Oh, I love three times that. three times three, and that is what it always should be. And the way that you always put yourself out there is, and that's always one of the things that with Wicca and the power of and and witchcraft and with all of that kind of stuff is the power of three. Whatever you do, your intention is what yes. sets you forward. It's um, 
you know, you intend for good for people and that yeah. will come back to you three times, three times, three. If you intend for bad for someone, it'll come back to you three times, three times, three times, Oh, three. man, I so, love that. I didn't know the three. All, every single time. So three times three. So that's, three is a very important number to me. I and, think so, too. And like during covid i was 33 and i was so stoked on being 33 because it was like my lucky year and i've decided now that covid happened i'm just gonna it's like daylight savings time i'm taking 33 back i am 34 but now i'm just gonna say i'm 33 for me 33 was the year of acceptance is when i was like i want to be a woman i don't want to be a little girl anymore yeah oh my god it's so important that's when i I switched everything up and started to take accountability and to put everything where I thought it should go. Yeah. I love that. I'm taking my 33 back. Yeah. Take it back. Redo it. it. Live it again. Because it's a very powerful year. And it's where, like, I feel like as women, we come into our own. I do too. I feel so much bossier and just everything I think I like let go of trying to control everything because it's so intense, right? When you're in this industry, there's so much shit going on. You feel like if you say no to one thing, you're going to lose everything. Or if you say yes to one wrong thing, then your reputation is dr- And then it's like also exactly. And it's like you can't win. And but like, fuck, you it's can't like lose. Not, no is a full sentence. Yes. Oh, yes. No, you can't no. lose it. No, no is a full sentence. And no, you can't lose. You just put your best foot forward and and just keep trying and know that it's all about intention. If you intend to be good and you intend to be a better person and you strive to make every day be a learning lesson Mm. rather than the other way around and you trying to teach the world something, I think that you leave yourself open to much more happy existence. Oh, my God. I love all of that. Right before you go, I need to just know about when you met a voodoo priestess. Oh, you want to know about Stanley and Glassman? She's the best. Okay, so the very first time I ever met her was at Joan Rivers' funeral. She was mm. sat in front of me, and she's just somebody's face that I remembered. And because it was like one of those really weird moments that was so surreal and kind of like how am I even here right now and you kind of remember things in pictures yeah and I just had this picture of this woman's face in my head for years and I walked into a voodoo temple in uh New Orleans and with my friend Kelly Catrone who's my best friend I love her she's the best you will love her um such a witch she she uh, took me to see her for a reading and she looked at me and she goes, do you remember me? And I went, oh my God, I do remember you. And it was because she was, I didn't know this. I'd heard about her from Joan, but every time Joan got a new house, she would come over and cleanse Joan's house. Every time there was anything, like she always gave Joan readings and all this kind of stuff. And she gave me a reading and, and it was just like this weird, crazy, like, how is this happening? And, um, there was like all of these weird things that happened to me after I went to go see her. I went to my friend's house afterwards and I put out my hand and a fireball shot out my hand. Wait, what? And yeah, <laughs> Wait, weird it's... shit like that. Like I would wake up and all my jewelry on my bedside table would be squished into a bowl. And I'd be like, why is this happening? Like, I don't understand. And I ended up talking to um, 
Sally about it and she said that I ended up getting an attachment and mm. she believed that it was Papa Legba and what I had to do was leave out a cigar and a glass of champagne Wait, next to my who? bed and Papa Legba who is the kind of angel of death within oh, okay. the voodoo world so he he's like the gatekeeper for the world of death like and so I would wake up and my jewelry would be squished and things that would be moved around and I couldn't it, it was really st- I'm like who's doing this and I was blaming people I was firing people I was um removing people from my inner circle because I thought that somebody was messing with me and it wasn't and long story short um I ended up having to do a reading with her over the phone I left out a cigar and a glass of champagne did the ritual she told me to do and then it never happened again oh my god and it kind of it scared me but like Voodoo to me is one of the most interesting realms. I'm starting to just read more about it. I do believe it's magic. I think that it's in... Voodoo is as important as any uh, religion. Oh, fully agreed. I think Any religion. It's just that because it got brought to this country by slavery, people look at it differently. And they think that it's not as, say... um, legit as let's say uh jesus christ yeah well i think but the part about all of it who, who have carried these stories yeah for years and years and generations and generations this is their version of that and it's got nothing to do with magic yeah and when, when you go back and it's read religious texts good person or a bad person yeah and because i love reading religious texts just out of curiosity and it's all supernatural, really, if you look at it. like. Did you ever read the book Sex and God? No. Is it good? So, okay, so you, if you read this book, it will change the way that you view the Bible and religion in general. Because back then, when you said things like went with, Jesus went with, you would just see the words went with and they just went somewhere, like they yeah. walked from this room to the other room. Yeah. But to say you went with somebody was that you slept with them. Oh. So when you break down the text and the verbiage, it means something so different. And the words are so different. And the stories become different. And I will find this book for you. I think Joan was the one who gave me this book the first time. I love this. Like, she always gave me funny books. She gave me one on Charles Manson. Oh, we were just talking about Charles Manson. um, So fascinated with Learning about why things in the home were called... I, I want to know. You need like, to talk to um, who? Like I very well versed on all of that. If you want to know any information on it, because I've my my dad met him a few times, and this was when he was all with the obsessed with the Beach Boys and staying yes. at a house on Sunset yeah. and like all this crazy stuff. And um, so. Sharon Tate's sister Deborah Tate she's still alive yeah. and I've had dinner with her a few times and spoken with her about a lot of the she'd be somebody very interesting for you to talk with on your podcast like she's awesome and that's a good idea just hearing uh, what what she went through and like the, what she still continues to go through as a result of these people obsessed with cult culture is insane well it's how wildly it's fascinating like, it, it's not real well it's not real and what's the difference between like I wanted to study comparative religion at Columbia, but then I started singing and that happened. So when I went there, I would study like 
Islam, Buddhism, Christianity, Catholicism. But then I also on the podcast have talked to the leader of the Satanic Temple. It's not Satanic at all. And a UFO religion. Yeah, exactly. And people don't realize that. (laughs) Satan or it's Jesus or whoever it is like. I think most of the religious texts are all trying to say more or less the same thing. And we need to stop killing each other about it. And I think your personal... Be a good person. Be a good person. Be a good person. Be nice. Have good intentions. Say you're sorry if you fuck up. And like, the end. <laughs> we don't have to fight about it. I feel like... That's it. There's no more. There's no less. <laughs> yeah, just like... I, feel, I also feel like spirituality or religion or whatever your connection is or is not, it's so personal. It's kind of like persecuting someone over like their sexuality like it makes no sense to me it's a personal thing none none like it's a personal thing it's a personal i will thing. only be upset with you for what you've personally done to me yeah if you have done something i don't agree with i will try and gently guide you in the right direction if you don't take that information that's on you not but me it's, yeah it's almost like non-consensual sex it's like well just don't like non-consensual religious pushing it's like it's a personal it's a personal relationship you have with yourself. I and fully understand whoever what you're saying or with whomever that and agree. is like, it's personal. So let people have their personal relationships that is consensual with what and whom they would like and stop exactly. killing each other about it. That's my personal thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Okay. Before you go, is there anything you want to like plug or unabashedly the only tell them? The thing that the- I've got to pl- plug is that uh, May the force be with you on may 4th because that's when my podcast comes out with me and my fun group of friends and jeff beecher that we have been working on together it's just like the whole crew from beecher's madhouse back again and all having open discussions because we all have such different perspectives whether it's the trans perspective the little person perspective it's so important that everyone's voices are heard and that people have a good time right now Yes. Do you know what I'm yes. saying? Like, they can, they can listen to a conversation that necessarily isn't as serious as everything that we're turning on our TVs and being faced with every single day. And it's a bit of escapism. And <sighs> our motto is what you call freaks, we call family. So everyone is oh, welcome. I love that. And escapism, like, seems dismissive. But to me, it's so important. It's the most important thing. I need it so badly. And I think it's really special when people <laughs> unabashedly make these escapist things where you can just get lost in a joyous or in formative or whatever kind of conversation so I'll definitely be listening to it what is it called it's it's called Kelly Osborne and Jeff Beecher show oh my god so, I love that thank you so much for being okay, on here awesome let's do it I love you so much love you thank too. you so much so good to see you give your family my love please I love you love you too thank you so much for listening to me and the gorgeous magical witchy fabulous iconic Kelly Osborne Keep on creeping on, creeps. See you next week. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.